Welcome to our new episode of the FCJ Youth Network's Home is Here podcast. All uprooted youth are welcome. back to our new episode of Superheroes Without Borders. I know it's been a bit long, like we haven't recorded our episode, uh, but yeah, we're back now. Today we have a very special guest, uh, whose name is, whose superhero name is, uh, what's his superhero name, by the way? Heaven. Heaven, oh, Heaven, okay. <laughs> so Heaven is uh, with us today and uh, she's gonna share her story, her heroic journey of how she came here to Canada and how she, uh, faced her adversities and how she overcame them. Welcome to heaven. Oh, <laughs> uh, and by the way, uh, to all the listeners, um, I know it's the Pride Month, so happy Pride Month to everyone, and uh, we wish you have a really happy Pride uh, events in this month. Yeah. So, uh, heaven. <laughs> so, can you tell us your journey as a migrant superhero, like? So do you want me to tell you peace, peace? Okay, I'll just... Free flow, free flow. So I came here when I was 14 and I came from the Caribbean and I came with my siblings. And then when we got here, we had to separate it and live with some family members. And then while living with family members, we had some issues and Mm -hmm. I had to like figure out my life. And then I was going to school at the same time but I had to wait six months to mm-hmm. go to school just because of like my status. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know I was staying, which was kind of weird. So yeah. it told on my mental health too. Cause like everybody back home in the Caribbean was going to school while mm-hmm. I was like at home doing nothing. Yeah. So like that played with my mental health. And then while I was in school, I got bullied and like, at least I had my brother to like help me out. So that like helped my mental health, but didn't that much. And then while I was at my uncle's house, that didn't play a good role being there. So my mental health went up. And at that point, I didn't feel like living. But I feel like the people that I had around me helped me to, like, look at the brighter side instead of, like, Mm -hmm. what I'm going through. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Like, I feel like you had a really, like, uh, rough journey, but somehow you overcame it and you're... You have like we are blessed with your presence here. But what's the name behind heaven? Like you know, like what's heaven and what's heaven's superpower? Heaven's superpower is supporting people, helping people, always being there for people. And I gave my name heaven because I feel like when we're down, we don't believe. And then there's something, there's someone or something that convinces you to believe. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm like not religious. I'm open. But like God is my answer for everything, and I feel like when I was going through so many things, God was the only person there, and like I didn't want to be alive so many times. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's why I gave myself heaven, cause like you could be in bad situation, but like you could also pull out. It's up to you mm-hmm. and like the people around you. And um, so you said like you went through a lot of challenges in your life, and especially when you moved here in Canada, like. So how did you overcome like some of your challenges? Like, yeah. what kept you going? Honestly, I don't even know. I'll be honest, I don't even know what kept me going, but I felt like it was God because I, my first suicidal, 
it was like something was happening at home and like my family wasn't being supportive and I was already stressed and then I wasn't getting any money because I couldn't work so my auntie had come in one night when I was about to kill myself and she was like oh let's pray and then we were praying and sitting down and due to those challenges I have like I couldn't go to school, but I found ways to go to school. Mm -hmm. I never give up. I feel yeah. like that's the thing. Like I was so determined to do better mm -hmm. for myself, and I just didn't want it to be in that situation anymore. Yeah, that's very wonderful story about how you overcame your challenges, and it's really inspiring in a sense. Like I feel like you went through a lot. Yeah, yeah and even you even said like you had like uh, thoughts of committing suicide. But yeah, somehow like you managed to fight it back, and that's what kind of stories we need from like to hear from people because I feel a lot of people are going through this kind of uh, you know uh, journeys, and yeah. a lot of people feel that they're alone. Yeah. And I just wanted to like let them know through this podcast that they're not alone. There are other people who have faced through a similar journey, and you know now they're living a good life because they overcame it. And um, people like you like give more power to uh, other other people around like in uh, around the world. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. And uh, so, uh, how did you discover your superpower? You, you said your superpower is to help others, right? Like okay, so when I was in high school and I finished high school, I couldn't go to college or university. So mm -hmm. I did a lot of research of like programs I could go into mm -hmm. and like just because I didn't want to do the same thing when I first came and I couldn't go to school. So I wanted to like keep my mind on education and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So like during those times, then I joined groups and then I realized that a lot of youths was in the same position as me and then I connect them to the programs that I've been in and like people they could talk to and like resources they can get that they never heard about before. So that's something I like right now, there's this program that I attend and like they normally have like workshops for like youths who are just finishing high school and I present at the the workshop to tell the youths like what can you do even though you can't get to college or university. So mm -hmm. I say like my resources makes me make other people happy because like it's kind of sad when you finish high school and you can't go to school. But I like the fact that mm -hmm. now they have a lot of help for you to like get into school. But like not a lot of people want to go to university, yeah. so it's not much options. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, I agree. And. Uh, so you say you come from like a Caribbean background, like yeah. so. How has the culture identity played in your like superhero story? Like, um, I'll say nothing because no. I'm not connected with my culture. Because like I left at a young age and like back home, my parents were mm -hmm. strict, so I never could have go outside. So there was a lot of like mm -hmm. things that even when I came here, it wasn't a shock. It was just like maybe like the food, the mm -hmm. different stuff, but like. Meeting people was always something I liked, so learning other people's culture was something I was more in debt to mm -hmm. do instead of, like, my own thing. Okay, so, like, culture, like, uh, you're more, like, Canadian, like, yeah, in more, a sense, like, yeah. because you grew up here, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And I tell people that, and people get so offended. They'll be like, well, you're from this country. You shouldn't say you're Canadian. But I'm like, I was here since I was yeah. 14, so I don't really... Yeah, so you spend most of your life, like, now growing up, your adult life yeah. here, right? Yeah, that, that's, that's, yeah, that's, I feel like, uh, most of the, you know, people, you know, like, who did not, who were not born here, but somehow, like, you know, like, spend most of their life here, and mm -hmm. people dismissing their, you know, identity by saying you're not Canadian enough, I feel yeah. like uh, that's very invalid, and, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you should just believe who you are, right? Like, you know, yeah. and nobody should say otherwise. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so how do you think your experience as a migrant 
mm-hmm. has shaped your understanding of you know um, social social issues like diversity, social justice, human rights. It has opened my eyes because I feel like there's a lot of things that people don't realize people without status don't go to mm-hmm. and there's a concept of like people come here to take jobs from people but like the jobs are here take them if you <laughs> want and like the government call for people and then you get offended but then I'm not going to go on that topic <laughs> but my thing is like I just realized that people are going to say what they want and believe what they want and it's up to you to like give people the courage of like a change of mind mm-hmm. but like at a point you can't change people's mind you just have to let people go like mm-hmm. you know so like it had got me to just be myself still express who I am and the experience I'm going through and also acknowledge that not everybody's going to understand what I've been through or like mm-hmm. respect or give like something whatever yeah. you know like the feeling of like they understand like mm-hmm. so I get the balance of both sides. oh that's interesting yeah and have you faced any uh, discrimination or any negative attitude because of your st- status as a migrant i wouldn't say to me directly but i've been in a lot of groups where we faced a lot of stuff and people we say certain stuff so we would mm-hmm. advocate for like non status people yeah. we do a lot of like campaigns we'll go out and talk to people to let people know and i feel like that's the most important thing is like reaching out to people cuz like somebody could be like oh i hate immigrants but yeah. then you talk to them and explain and then their mind will change so i feel like yeah. if, if someone was to come to me negative i wouldn't take it personal because i would look at it as like maybe you don't even know any better mm-hmm. or like i don't know so i just yeah. I, i also feel the same you know like i feel like a lot of racist people are not inherently racist they're yeah. just racist because they haven't been across to other people mm-hmm. or other culture they haven't seen them they haven't talked with them they yeah. haven't grew up with them so that's why those attitudes might come it's more like us versus them right like yeah. not like you know like we like you know like we don't mm-hmm. use that word like it's like oh i'm this i'm that you know like and yeah. you're different like but yeah that's the same like you know the more we see as mm-hmm. like you know like in a um, holistic and like you know universal way that you know as a human being then we you know reduce those barriers yeah. and we have those less stereotypes in our head yeah. it's true cuz like i feel like another thing too is like nobody knows who have status or who don't yeah. like you're not going to walk up to somebody oh i know you don't have status no you don't know <laughs> so it's like <laughs> unless you're Sean Fraser the immigration yeah. minister <laughs> no <Nah. laughs> that's actually true um and uh, so can you share any specific stories of when you use your superpowers to help others in need like any specific stories that you rem- remember of like Um okay so I was at a program and I met this girl cuz like it's bad for you to like over here but like um, the person was crying so much yeah. and I was I was like wait I feel like this girl is going through the same thing as me but I didn't just assume I was like hi how are you my name is da 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 whatever and then we was at her I was like oh do you, do you go to any youth groups and I was like oh I could connect you to a youth group come with me and mm-hmm. Wednesdays and then she was like okay she came and she got to know people and it helped her and now she's like doing her application so like oh. stuff like that like knowing organization and even like when i'm at the organization i also recommend the youths to like go on ekitas go ccr like take the opportunities mm-hmm. that you get like you never know like learning something it could like be transferable anywhere you go so like join stuff be excited if if you're not going to go to high school you're not going to do anything with your life go to a youth group that's where you start mm-hmm. that's where you find your foundation that's where you get help go to community centers talk to people 
yeah, I would say a lot of migrant youth are kind of lost when they come to this mm-hmm. country. They don't have friends. Yeah. They might not have like you know all the social network. Mm-hmm. And at th- that point, like you know these youth groups, you know like reaching yeah. out, coming out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. it's really important. You know, like because yeah. if we just stay in our shell and we like yeah, mm-hmm. we'll just be more like you know like uh, depressed. That's my personal story. Yeah. When yeah. I first came to this country, I was kind of depressed, had no friends, <laughs> but I had to come out of my comfort zone, right? Yeah. Sooner or later, like. And it's, uh, it's good that you have helped others. Like, I wish I had that help, mm-hmm. you know, like people helping me like, oh, this is this there. there we have an opportunity here. We have a youth yeah. group there. But I didn't have those, but it's good that you, you were supporting others. Yeah. And I feel like another thing, too, is not that we don't want to meet people is trust. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. Because as our parents would always tell us, don't tell nobody this. Don't <laughs> talk to somebody. So in your head, when you go out, you're scared. You don't want to yeah. meet people. You don't want to talk to your teacher. Because mm-hmm. you don't know what your teacher is going to say to somebody else. Like as they say, like Canada is a central city. Yeah. It's not. Like Toronto is like, you go to the healthcare center. Someone's asking you what's your status. Or they might call mm-hmm. the police. They might do this. So it's like, you just, it's all trust. It's building yeah. trust, safe space. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I agree. And I do believe there's a lot of systemic systemic issues with like the sanctuary city and everything. Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's for a different episode. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and um, so, um, can you tell me like about a particular um, moment or experience that defined your journey as a superhero? Like that made you like. okay so i was talking about like the programs you could Mm -hmm. join so it's my first time going to ccr which is the canadian council for refugee Mm -hmm. and that changed my mind that made me want to be an advocacy like i wanted to do so much things Mm -hmm. because like there you get to see other youths be so passionate about doing like Mm -hmm. a project or like being there and learning from other people and being passionate just about their status because people look at your status as like you're nobody mm-hmm. but like there you feel welcome you feel like people acknowledge you people respect you and that's the thing i like about like when you're in a community center or a youth group they help you they want to bring you up so they will be mm-hmm. like okay i feel like this is a good opportunity for you and from there i became the branch leader for Ooh. the youth group Whoa. for the sister yeah. so i was like so happy so from there it just made me just do things more and more and more and i really like what i do wow congratulations like for doing this it's very like uh it's a big thing like it's like you know like for people to do that and um have you have you found support uh, from the community as a migrant superhero have you found support from me like you know like uh uh, your community from your parents stuff like that like have you found support so I found support in the youth group that I was going to after high school and mm-hmm. then while I was in the youth group one of the youth workers told me like um do you have status and I was like what's that and she was like um da 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 and we started talking and she was like you should apply for your stuff because if you pass 21 or 22 your parents can't sponsor you or whatever so then from there I started like oh, I started like so I applied. She helped me to apply, and from there I got my permanent residence, which I got last oh. year, which I'm just happy about. That's why I'm like I'm not scared to say it, but it's something to be happy and glad that I accomplished that because it's something that since I came to last year. Mm-hmm. So you see that long gap. Mm-hmm. If people are listening, they're commenting. <laughs> but yeah, it's like that too. And then with that, because like I've been through certain things. They helped me to got housing, so right now I live somewhere, which is nice because I have a one bedroom, I have a cat, 
and I have a living room and a bathroom and it's just me so like I got getting to school I got a job offer like I, I worked at the youth group I worked at the center so like all those being at the youth group got me so many opportunities and experience Wow! Yeah. <laughs> it looks like you're. It looks like you're living the life here, like internally, especially. Oh wow, one bedroom in Toronto, like it's so it's expensive. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's the thing. If you like go to a community center and you explain your issues, sometimes they could help you, or they will refer you to somebody else, and that's the good thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would like to apologize for the loud noises. Like <laughs> we are in the basement room. Like uh, there wasn't that many space, and it's quite loud in here, but. Apologies to all the listeners. Um, and uh, how about your friends and family? Have they supported your superheroic endeavors? Like, you know, like you helping others, you participating in these events? I don't got no family. But um, I have family, but I don't got no family, if that makes sense. I hope the viewers, the listeners could understand what I mean. But I will say my friends have supported me a lot. They have shown me, like even like the other day, my friend came over and he's like, "Oh my God, you should be proud of yourself. You have your own apartment and different things." But I'm like, even though I have those stuff, I still don't feel proud because I feel like there's a void in me that's not filled yet. And I'm just taking things step by step and appreciating it. And that's what my friends helped me to do. Like I don't appreciate stuff even like when I got my status. I still haven't felt the joy of it yet. So they helped me to appreciate. The stuff that I got. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seems like, yeah. But it, it is good, like, you know, like you're comfortable enough to share that story. And, um, yeah. But you, it, it, it's good that you are, like, a, a strong woman, like, you know, like, strong, independent woman. Well, you see the thing? I don't want to say, like, I'm strong. Because, like, even now, at this moment, I don't want to be alive. But I feel like, as I say, like, I have so much passion for what I need mm -hmm. in my life and what I want from my life. So, like, that keeps me going. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely need heaven out there, like, helping <laughs> people, helping newcomers yeah. get settled in. Yeah. We need even more heavens out there. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like, too, like, people are scared. Even if you meet, like, when I met people, I didn't trust them. I never open up to people. Mm -hmm. I never talk. And that's the thing, like, we need trust and safe space. Because it's like, even though everybody might not have status or like going through the same thing as you, it's not the same feeling and it's not the same understanding. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Heaven, uh, how do you balance your superhero activities with your daily life like uh, as a migrant? Man, I'll say before I was balancing it really well, mm -hmm. but I feel like lately now I need to find back that groove inside of me i just been a lot depressed and stressed and sad but the more i'm sad and depressed and i start seeing the certificates that i have it encouraged me to like get out of my comfort zone or get out of the moods that i'm in so right now i would say like i'm not balancing it well mm -hmm. so yeah but do you you yourself do like um do you seek help from others like uh do you reach out to others See, that's the thing. That's why I say, like, trust and a safe space. Even though when people give me a safe space and I feel like I could trust them, I still don't trust them. Like, I just, I don't go and get help. And I feel like that's one of my my enemies to myself yeah. is that I know I need help, but I wouldn't go and ask someone for help unless I'm, like, at the bottom, bottom. Mm. That's but like your kryptonite, like, you know, like, <laughs> superheroes, Superman's kryptonite. Like, you don't yeah. want to ask for help. 
Yeah, so that's just it. I don't know, like people, I feel like people would understand that too. Like even if you trust people, you still don't feel like you need to be vulnerable to mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And the thing with me is like, I want to be vulnerable to one person. And that's, if the person die, I'm like, I'm done. Like, okay. I don't want to talk to someone else. So. But yeah, I feel like um, we can, you, you can reach out to the community. There's a lot of support, especially mental health support. I know we um, we are starting to talk about mental health more these days, but yeah. like you know, it's still like a big issue in the society in general, especially here in Canada. Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel like if you need help, reach out. Like FCJ is always there for you. Like you know, you are all, you have a family, big family here. Like okay. so, yeah. Um, and uh, how have your like um, superpowers evolved over the time? Like, do you think it has changed or is it the same? Like. Actually, it's still the same because even when I'm at work, there's mm-hmm. a lot of newcomers at my job. So I'm always like, um, I know a place that you could go to, FCJ.com. I always recommend people to come here. I always tell people about the stuff that I've been doing and different stuff and like how to get jobs if they want certain jobs and stuff like that. So I feel like it hasn't changed, but I'm not a hundred hundred. So I don't go out. I just stand. If some if someone comes around and I see that they need the help, I'll okay. help them and give them the advice they need and the resources. But do you see yourself changing in the future? Uh, yes, because I'm actually in. Well, I'm not in school right now because I dropped out for my mental health but I'm going back in school in September mm-hmm. and that's like keeping me going because I really want to finish school so I can get the job that I really want so so yeah. what are you planning to study social service, social worker, service. immigration wow. or refugees so that's like you know your own field where you use your superpowers every yeah. day help people in need yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's really nice all the best for your journey thank you and um have, and have you personally worked with any other superhero migrant organization or any of the superheroes in general? Have you worked with them? And uh, what impact this, did this collaboration have with you? Like? So I work with an organization in Scarborough and it's mostly for black people based mm-hmm. on like our mental health because in black culture we don't believe in mental health like yeah. depression <laughs> and stuff like that. So I'm on one of their boards where we like do we're doing a tool click right now so we go to community centers and teach other community centers of like depression and different stuff and like mm-hmm. how to talk to youths and stuff like that and I feel like being in that program helps me with my mental health, even though I don't go therapy that much. Mm-hmm. So I'll say like those connections, like even like when I go to like certain centers, like later on, they'll like message me and be like, oh, we have a job opening. Would you like to apply? Like stuff like that. So I feel like once you're true to who you are and even if you don't know who you are, but you're there for people are there for an organization and you show them you're willing to work and learn, mm-hmm. they're going to be there for you. Yeah. yeah. And you'll be there for them yes, too. Yes, right? I'll be there for them. 100%. You could call my phone. If you want to reach heaven, <laughs> heaven. Like heaven. Pray to God pray. and he should answer. Pray to Allah. Pray whatever religion you have. And I feel like praying is so important. And I feel like that's what a lot of community centers mm-hmm. have. They always like, even if they don't want you to force their religion, they will tell you to like praise whatever religion you have. Mm-hmm. So that's the most important thing I like. And um, my next question is... Uh, how do you think superhero stories like yours can promote empathy and understanding towards you know migrants in general and uh, like marginalized communities? Like? I think it will give people an insight on how. I feel like it's different on the age, so I feel like for a younger person, it will give 
parents a better understanding of what their kids go through because i feel like parents want us to pretend like we don't know what's going on but we do know what's going on <laughs> you know and like we carry that burden for you guys and i feel like that's what's needed for parents to understand for the younger people and the younger people to also realize that you're gonna grow up and maybe you might ha- not have status for 10 years so you might be in that situation but then look at the bright side like keep going so yeah. that's what i'll say to like younger people because i i'm doing it from a point of view of me being mm-hmm. young and i feel like from me being young you will let younger people understand like don't be scared like just go out like i was scared too i'm shy but like me being out and being around the right people even if they're not the right people you could connect with other people who are the right people mm-hmm. yeah. uh, also like i agree with your point and i feel like it also shows the stories like you're that migrants are really powerful you know like yeah. migrants are strong people like it's not something like you know you discard of like something as like non-human like you know like oh we don't want migrants uh, yeah. we should deport them but these people have like literally been through like a lot you know like mm-hmm. and to overcome this many barriers like and still being you know like happy to be able to provide you with their family i mean that's you know like yeah. commendable I, i don't know how they do it but i salute to everyone like who are you know like who are mother who are brother who are migrants who are all the, t- at the same time they have they juggle through many identities but at the same time they support and take care of others like i just you know i because they just want the best like life back home is not good so they come for a better life yeah and like it's harder on the kids because like you bring a kid that don't have status plus you don't have status mm. it it's a lot of weight for me personally it was a lot of weight for me i was like oh my god this is what i have to go through mm-hmm. by myself mm-hmm. don't have no help but i feel like that's the thing you have to go and get the help because if you don't you're gonna stuck i'm mm-hmm. telling you if you don't go out and go for help you're gonna be stuck <laughs> and you don't want to be stuck because when you're stuck you're more depressed you're more a linger to like mingle with people who are not good for you and that's also like how people will like involve you in bad stuff and that could get you deported so it's like reach out yeah, yeah. reach out definitely reach out ask for help mm-hmm. uh, listen to the pro listen yeah. to the superhero <laughs> here uh, and uh, my final question is uh looking ahead like in the future what are your plans or goals for as being a superhero how are you gonna like continue continue doing your superhero work and uh how do you continue your you know like doing the good work that you do okay so in the future my hope god pray for me i hope to have my own community center back oh. home okay and where like i could have connections in canada and back home because like back home don't have anything and i feel like canada has the resources and i would also like to make a group of girls who've been like human traffic sexually or sexually assault and like different stuff because i've been raped before so like doing groups like that to help people not just to like vent because venting is hard for people mm-hmm. to do so maybe like get them jobs maybe like find that even if they don't have a status maybe community centers that could give them a little job once a week or something find them schools resources clothes maybe if i like one thing about me when i have food i like to give it away or like clothes mm-hmm. like if i'm not gonna wear it i'd rather give it away i'm not gonna go sell it because mm-hmm. i know somebody else would rather get it than mm-hmm. buy it you know mm-hmm. so that's my goal to like do something where it's like free but i'm not like i don't really i care about <laughs> money but i don't care about money but i want to do something where i'm like i'm happy yeah and i think giving back is where i'm gonna feel happy like you don't need you need you don't need a lot you, you just need like some to survive yeah. the basic necessity and you're happy right like, yeah 
and I feel that's what people should strive for you know just you mm -hmm. know like being happy and not comparing yourself with others and like trying mm -hmm. to be excessively materialized you know like yeah. because we live in a materialized society and yeah that's mm -hmm. why you know the whole world is crazy at the moment well sometimes i feel like it's not even social media or the world sometimes it's like what you want for yourself yeah you know like for me this life that i want i need at least a million dollars or something <laughs> but i have faith that one day i'll get what i want I feel like for a million dollars you can buy a one bedroom in <laughs> one bedroom in Scarborough. No, I could buy land back home. Oh, that's back home, two thousand yeah. dollars. That's two million dollars. That's oh. double. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, so having that, um, it was a pleasure talking to you. And once again, I apologize for all the loud noise. Yeah, thank you for coming and sharing your story. Um, no I feel like it will. Um, echo to a lot of people like you know who, listeners who yeah. want to be you know, as powerful as you and uh, you know mm -hmm. get inspired from you so thank you for inspiring you're welcome and just one last thing if you feel lost do some research like I did like even like I was saying like you need to go out there but also you need to do your own research because people are not gonna always be there you're not always gonna get help from people so you also have to like know how to stand on your own find the help for yourself you know, like take a stepping stone. It's mm -hmm. not gonna always come to you. And mm -hmm. that's how community centers work. You have to come to them or you have to know somebody or like, you know? So it's not all about just going there, it's also doing your own research. You're coming out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. And wanting more for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Don't give up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give up guys. And once again, thank you, Heaven. No and uh, we hope to see you sometime soon. Like, yeah, uh, yeah maybe next time when you have more experience when you are opening your own like um you know organization in the future like mm -hmm. yeah we wish you all the best thank, thank you. you and everyone have a nice day bye, bye. Don't forget to like, subscribe and follow our Instagram account at FCJ Youth Network. And to stay up to date on all the latest fun events that we're hosting, check out our page on the FCJ Refugee Center website www.fcjrefugeecenter.org. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Home is here.